Welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Hello and welcome. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about comfort eating. You can also call it emotional eating. Comfort eating is emotional eating. And a lot of nurses, I don't think they ever really think of it as comfort eating. They think of it as I'm stress eating, right? But technically, it's all the same. It is you're feeling stressed and you are eating for comfort. That's what comfort eating is. And this I find for so many of us, and this is what I struggled with for so many years, is this is probably the one of the most common types of emotional eating. So I know in your brain, you're thinking of it as I'm stressed, I'm eating. But really, it's about your brain. You have wired yourself with beliefs and thoughts, and that's what we're going to go over today, that you comfort eating will give me comfort. Eating will help me deal with that stress. And this, like, really, it's we need to dive into this because this is one of the biggest things I find, especially with us nurses, that is really stopping us from losing weight. Because think of it, you know, I, I can give you all the tools and, you know, the diets tell you what to eat, but they don't help you with this, what's going on, your comfort eating. And that's why I say diets don't work. Diets actually don't work in many ways. Following uh, rules, diet rules, telling they're giving you, telling you what to eat, you're never eating it long term for the rest of your life. That's a big part of why they don't eat. But also the other big part is they don't go in to this comfort eating. So, you know, comfort eating is just really a habit that you have so ingrained in you. You've done it so long and it can't be so hard to break. And it really comes from you have a belief or thought that the comfort eating is comforting. And I know that's a little hard to really think of, but I'm like, well, no, I don't want to be. But honestly, there is a lot going on. You wouldn't do it if it wasn't giving you something. You know, think about it. You have, you know, after your long, busy day, you're sitting in the evening and you do. Your brain goes to go eat. It's wired that that food will comfort you and how it really comforts you is you know it just sort of distracts you from what's going on in your brain distracts you from how you're feeling but also too the foods that you go and eat most of the time I know for me mine was an ice cream and I tell my clients the story about it all the time but the foods we normally comfort eat on are high sugar, 
highly processed foods. And what ends up happening when we eat those foods, it does give us, like it releases neurochemicals that make you feel better, happy, like it soothes you. It just, it just, they're feel good chemicals. So it really is that, yeah, it does help us. It comforts us, has a feeling good, but really in the end, how does it really leave you feeling when you've eaten that food? That's what I want you to really start focusing on. Yeah, in the moment, you're eating it. It's distracting yourself from, you know, when you're sitting on that couch and you're eating that bowl of ice cream. And just think, like, I know, remember for me, it just felt so relaxing, so comforting, but honestly, it's just because of those two things. It's taken away away from what you're thinking and feeling because our brains can't focus on two things at the same time. So if you're focusing on this eating, you're not focusing your brains numbing out all the rest that you're feeling, the mental, the physical exhaustion going on, and you got those feel good hormones. So no wonder you're feeling good and you're, you know, you're, you've got that comfort, but think about it. You've had it, but then how does it leave you feeling after? Honestly, like really be like, that's what we need to look at. And it then leaves you feeling, you know, you end up beating yourself up for doing it, or if you overate on it, how, you know, that feeling you're feeling after. And that's then what sets you up in a cycle for that emotional eating, overeating, uh, you know, beating yourself up, giving in again, doing that over and over again. You actually, that's one of the things why we don't feel confident that we can you know, move forward in losing weight, because our brain always goes back to, well, you know, how am I going to lose weight when I can't even control myself around food? So this is a big part of when we focus and work on shifting and changing the comfort eating, then it's a ripple effect to us having like doing what we need to do, because we're not doing that giving into comfort eating. And what I want you to know is, like your thoughts are really complex. And I've talked about it on other episodes that we have so many thoughts a day. It's over 60,000 and a lot of running in the background of our mind. A lot of them really we're not paying attention to. We have them. And the one of them, you know, that I need the food. It will make me feel better. That, you know, this is what I need. Like that thought you don't even pay attention that you're having it you're just sitting there and the next thing you know you just got this urge to go eat but what I want you to remember is it's just a thought it's just a belief and if it's just a thought and a belief it's if you get to choose if you want it to believe to be true or not that's the one thing we don't challenge those thoughts but before you even can challenge them, I want you to really look at when you are thinking those thoughts, what direction do you go? You're going to eat it. So telling yourself, well, I can't have it. I shouldn't have it. Like, you know, trying to willpower your way. If you have that thought, 
that's the direction you're going. And what I want you to really look at, and you know, I talked about shifting them, but before you can even do that, it's really, you have to take a look at whatever thoughts that's coming up for you, that's leading you to the comfort eating and not making it wrong, not making it bad, because really, like we have these thoughts, like beating yourself up for having it and trying to think something different in that moment never, ever, ever works. But it, and you know, that thought is helping you. You've done it so many times, had that thought and gone to comfort eating. It has given you rewards. Like it has looked after you. It had you feeling better. Even though in the end, that's probably not what's going to help you lose weight, right? But it has. So don't make it wrong or bad. Just really go, that's the thought I have. And that's okay. Because when you fight against the beliefs or your thoughts, like I said, it only will make you feel bad. It will make you feel frustrated and stuck. And you won't do anything different for sure long term. But what I want you to do is look at, you have this thought and you're very zoned in on this thought right now. And think of it as, you know, I, I love it. The analogy of, I've heard it before, is when you're going to take a picture. So I love my garden. I was outside yesterday weeding and trimming and playing in my flower garden in my and my um, vegetable garden. And so I was taking pictures. And I took a picture of, um, let's say, one of a flower of mine. And it was actually it, like, I have this hydrangea. It's gorgeous, like the blooms on it. So I took a picture of the flower, right? So you're focused. So think of that as that thought you're having. That's what I really need to eat right now. Like I need to have it. That's the flower. And if that's all we see, right, in the picture, we're taking a picture and that's all. Yeah, that's all that's ever going to be your focus. But what if we... Like we zoom on, like we that's a zoomed picture. We're zoomed onto the flower. But what if we zoom out? Like I want you to zoom out. And when you do that, when I did that, then I can see the more of those flowers, the plant, the big plant. I can see the other flowers around it. I can see I have this trellis with, um, grapevine going up it and the grapes on it. It's incredible. I planted it just because I wanted something growing tall in that. And now I like look at like the grapes and it's like fascinating how many are on and thinking, okay, what am I going to do with them now? But really, I want you to think, like really focus. That flower, that thought, I need to have it. I need the food. But then if you zone out, all the other things I pointed out, I found my garden, those are all other thoughts and beliefs you can have too. So don't fight against the one you have. I want you to zoom out and look at all the other thoughts and beliefs that you can focus on, that you cannot. And that's why in the episodes I talk about the thoughts, uh, your circumstances and your thoughts and your feelings, 
thoughts aren't our circumstances. We think they are true and a fact. But guess what? They're own, they're not true and facts. They're not our circumstance. They're our thoughts. And that's an amazing thing because we can then choose to shift them, to change them, to believe something or not. So really, that is so important. This is how we change, shift the comfort eating. Because right now, we're really just standing in that spot, only seeing this one thing, and we don't see any other way out. Like, that's why we don't feel like we have that control and that power, because that's all we know. That's all we've been shown. But what I want you to do is think about, you know, that thought, is it really serving me? And not fighting against having it, but is it serving me? And what else can I focus on? What else can I think about? What, like, it's really, there's other comfort and ways to comfort yourself. And how you do this is really, I want you to, like, in that moment, your brain is going to fight against, like, it's going to fight against thinking something different. It's going to go, no, no, no. Food is the only thing that's going to help me in the moment. And that's just because your brain, our brains are wired not to change. They don't like change. They like consistency. They like certainty. Our brains, that's the way they are wired. So I just want you to be kind and gentle to yourself. When your brain is you know, going to resist doing something different, it's just allow that resistance to be there and talk kindly and gently to yourself and really go you know this is something i'm going to explore like make make it that it's not a like it's not something that you have to do that it's a bad thing it's just really getting curious and exploring and then what you want to do is you want to sit down and you want to make a list like, I want you to be totally honest with yourself. And this is a hard one sometimes. I know for me it was. But I want you to make a list of, like, right now your brain, this is why your brain is fighting. Like, your brain can only see the benefits of that comfort eating going on. All the reasons why you should keep doing it, right? You know, like, in that moment, you feel so good, and it helps you, and and it, the food tastes so good, and you want it. Like, those are all the things your brain is giving you right now. So now we're going to look at making a list of all the negative things going that, that the comfort food, um, it, the, the negative things that come up from comfort eating, the negative, how it negatively impacts you and your life. And your and like your feelings, your life, like how does it affect what you what you want in your life? And I want you to sit down, like I said, honest. Just be kind and gentle to yourself. Make a list that really includes also like how it, you know, how when you do eat it in the moment, but also what happens after you eat it. Pay attention to. You know, how how soon after do you feel like you need to eat again? Is it minutes? Is it hours? Is it days? Then I want you to pay attention to how you feel physically. Like, really, this is one thing that I always say us nurses, but I think it's a lot of women. We're very disconnected. We live in our head. 
And I know when I comforted it, I lived in my head. I disconnect from my body. I did not feel it until after. So I want you to really start paying attention to, yes, after, but in the moment when you're eating it, like really paying attention to when you're eating it. How is it making you feel during the time you're eating it? A few minutes after you've eaten it, hours after eating it, eight hours, whatever, like even in the middle of the night, do you wake up feeling uncomfortable? How do you sleep? How do you wake up? Like even like paying attention to what are the thoughts that are coming up after you've eaten it too in those times, like really, really pay attention to all of that. That's how we, how we, um, um, bust the comfort eating, like that belief, like right now you have that belief, that thought that's so true in your head that you have to have this food to feel better, to comfort yourself. But only way you can like demystify, not demystify, like change that belief is bringing, like focusing on all this stuff too. Because remember I said, what we focus on is all we see. I want you to see the other side the other, the negative impact of you emotionally eating, your comfort eating. And really pay attention to that when you comfort eat, a lot of times it's happening after like your day and you're physically and mentally exhausted. And in those moments, your brain, you know, remember your brain is telling you that one story, that, that thought, that belief. And you, the reason why it's so hard to stop it now is because your brain is exhausted. You are exhausted. Your brain doesn't, our brains don't like work and they don't like it hard. They want easy. They want simple, quick and fast. That's our brain. It's wired that way. And in that moment, when you have nothing left to give, that's hard work for your brain to then start thinking on why you shouldn't have it. That's why you give in. And why, so then what happens now is if we start, you know, really writing out, like I say as many times, like every day, at least once a week, start with at least once a week. But if you can really do this work every day, just chip away, like write things out and look at your list. What happens is, is then you start poking holes in that belief. That's how it works is every day in that moment. So not every day in those moments, whenever it comes up that you're comfort eating, your body is, you know, brain is sending out, I need to eat, you should eat. But if you have this done and every day you're looking at it and every day you're reminding yourself of all the negative impact, then in those moments, your brain, you've put that in your brain and your brain's going to start reminding yourself in that moment. Oh, look. Look at the other side of it. Oh, do you really want that? Is it worth it? But it just, it takes, it's slow. And that's one thing I want you to be so aware of, patience. It takes practice doing this. But I guarantee you, this, lit, like every day, it's little things every day, then compound. And it literally will deflate, take away that that the power that sends you to then go eat, you will take back control over the food. 
Like that's how we get the control over the food and we don't eat it. It's not just, okay, I have to stop eating it and never have it again. That never lasts long. But as you keep poking holes, then your brain is like, yeah, that's not the way to do it. You don't really want it. The other thing I want you to do is make a list of the things that bring you comfort other than food. And it's not, I don't want you doing the way of willpowering not having the food. It's more of, again, shifting your brain. But this also brings me comfort too. I could try this in this moment. You know, hot bath, going for a walk. I know if you're physically exhausted, you probably don't want to do that. Having a cup of tea. Um, The big one is going to bed. This is the one that a lot of my clients, they're sleep deprived. They're tired. Your body just saying, I want some rest. That might be a big one. Just turning on the TV and, and just taking in the show and not needing that food. Instead of having the food when you're watching the show, having that cup of tea or whatever it is but really it's really about I want about busting busting that belief breaking down the belief and the thought you have that you believe to be so true that you need that food to give you comfort to have you feeling better that's all it is and I know it works it's working for my clients amazingly they come to me and they're just like wow It feels so good to wake up in the morning and not have regret and shame and feel like I have to start over again. And there's never, ever a start over again because all these little things, if you are doing it, it does end up working. It compounds, but it really is freeing. Like this is freedom. I don't know if you ever heard of that food freedom. Well, I think it it has freedom from that full thoughts of food consuming your brain. So anyways, uh, give this a try, not try. I want you to do this. It works. So if you need any help or support in doing it at all, please reach out to me. This is, is so freeing. Like your life, yes, you'll lose the weight for the last time when you do all this work. But honestly, it's more about you live the life that you've so wanted. Like, you feel good, you enjoy life. And also it makes working, it makes your life at work a whole lot better too. Because all this work and go listen to past episodes, all this work that I use with my clients and I've used to lose the weight also takes, you take it into every aspect of your life as well. So have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenshable.com and I'll see you next week.